0: good evening everyone my name is brian and today is monday march 30th 2023 and <laughs> this is episode i don't know uh my show notes are all messed up so it is what it is uh but this is an episode of lots to talk about uh we're talking tonight um uh, my guest uh they share a similar path to Corey and i uh selling everything they own and hitting the road they're living in a fifth wheel travel a fifth wheel trailer and traveling the country my god i'm sorry here to discuss why they did it how the journey's going uh i would like to welcome to lots to talk about victoria wolf i'm sorry about that intro that was fantastic um no,
1: that's totally fine. But I hate to break it to you. Today's the 20th, not the 30th.
0: <laughs> well, my notes said the 13th. So I was doing math real fast in my oh, head. Wait, is and today it's
1: been... the 20th? Oh, yeah, it is the 20th. You see, that is that is an RVer problem. Uh, yeah. We are constantly looking at each other going, what day is it? You know, what day of, day, day of the
0: week, day what day of the month, what, uh, and you don't, you don't have seasons anymore because you travel the, with the weather you like. So you yeah. don't even know what month it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true. It's a common problem. It's a good problem. Oh, to this, have. So
0: this was per. This was perfect for, yeah. uh, for a lead into this conversation because yeah. we're all scatterbrained and we don't know what's going on anyway. So it was, it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, Victoria, thanks for coming on and chatting. Um, I, I told you I'd send you an outline and then I dropped the ball. Um, uh, but I just want to talk to you about being full time RVers. So, you're a full time RVer. How about you introduce yourself, kind of a elevator pitch? Uh, let's not get too much into the RV stuff. But who's Victoria Wolf? How did you end up on the road?
1: It's all my husband's fault. That's know. <laughs> um, same here. It, same here. It's, um, it's kind of funny. Um, um, I, um, all my life I've wanted to full-time RV yet before this journey, I've never set foot in an RV, but I knew I wanted to do it. And then my husband, I met about, uh, almost 11 years ago and, um, he did it for about a year and a half in the early two thousands, um, with somebody else, not with me, obviously. And, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Maybe we'll do that again someday. And, um, and then we, um, we had this, uh, company back in Denver, it was a gluten-free commercial bakery. Uh, we were selling the restaurants and grocery stores and stuff and it abruptly came to an end in 2020 not because of covid um and we were heartbroken and devastated and we looked at each other and go you know what what's next what are, you know we're the kind of the big dream kind of people and we're like okay let's just sell everything and go you know travel the country in an rv i'm i'm game and um, so we gave ourselves two years to plan Um, And we planned it out and we left in April, April 7th, 2022 was our first night in Howie, which our our fifth wheel is called Howie and our um, truck's called Stella. And here we are. Um, We we named the
0: truck. We haven't named the camper yet. I don't yeah,
1: think. we we name we name things. I don't know why. Yeah, we like, name I, I got for everything now. It, it's crazy. <laughs> but um, I have been a graphic designer for thirty-one years. I've owned my own company, um, and in twenty sixteen, I started focusing on authors and doing book cover design, book, book interior design, things like that. And then Rich joined the company a few years after that. He's a self-publishing consultant. So we not only travel, you know, and have as much fun as we can from the road. We're working full time from the road. And then because we, you know, didn't, we had some free time left over, we decided to start a YouTube channel. Um, and so we do, uh, we're big, we're both chefs. So we do cooking videos. We do RV lifestyle videos. And in our spare time, you can see the bass over my shoulder, which plays bass, So there, oh, and nice. I, and, there, and there's my painting over my other shoulder there. So, um, yeah, oh, we, man.
0: We, 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 I, I hear you. We, so Corey, um, my wife works full time. Um, she is a schedule for, scheduler for a hospital. So um, through a long, drawn out, like 15 year process, we were able to transition her from full time in the office to full time on the road, um, one by moving 90s, 90 miles away from the cities uh, to a homestead. And uh, we were there for eight years and they slowly transitioned her to a few days a week and then COVID hit and she was the first person in their company to actually ever work remotely and um covid hit and they were like well what are we gonna do and she's like well this works this model works why don't we do this and so it became more and more and so she's kindly she's slowly transitioned a company into letting her work remotely and then we sold our homestead and that's kind of afforded me the opportunity to do what you said you had spare time to do uh build (laughs) like a youtube channel and all that fun stuff (laughs) yeah that's a full-time job but, it
1: is. It's crazy. But it's fun. It is so much fun.
0: Yeah, it's it's a blast. I love it. Um, doing the podcast. So I do my podcast every morning um, at six in the morning, uh, five days a week. And then with two interviews like we're doing tonight. And it, uh, I wouldn't trade it. Like if I can make it work, I'm going to make it work. And I'm afforded the opportunity to put everything I have into it. And so that's what I'm doing. But my audience knows about me um so my my goal here was just kind of have a chat about uh full-time rv living so we do different things so you stick to more campgrounds and rv parks and that type of thing um my audience knows we're completely capable to boondock for extended periods of time i went and retrofitted uh solar all that stuff they know the ins and outs of the roughing it style. Is it all peaches and cream in the campgrounds? Like, is it, <laughs> um, is it like roll in everything's cool and, uh, there's never any problems or do things kind of go sideways there too?
1: Um, it has its moments. I say we, our philosophy for RVing is we want our RV to live like a house and not like an RV. Um, and so that, that's kind of what we've created for ourselves because we are working where, you know, we're, we're we're very busy. We don't have to we don't have to worry about managing our resources beyond you know our, our gray tank, our black tank, you know our, our propane. I mean, you're always going to manage resources. Um, but boondocking's not something. While we're so busy, we wanted to do. Uh, maybe someday we will. I mean, we have a generator in case we ever need to boondock. We were at the Tampa RV show and we stayed um, in the campgrounds with the with the Lippert Scouts. Okay, and uh, there was this whole electricity problem. So for like four days, we had to live on our, our generator. Um, so that's about as roughing it um, as we go. And I don't, uh, I don't
0: think we've plugged in for the last six months.
1: Oh my God, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine. But when you have <laughs> solar, that that's not too big a deal, I guess. I I'm still attached to the creature comforts of my long hot showers because you know we have a we have a yeah. tank of water to have that. <laughs> you know um but you know maybe someday we'll get there but right now we're not but the campgrounds are good i mean you have i've been pretty good at picking campgrounds I've, i've picked maybe one dud um i do extensive research on on rv life um whatever that is, I use, that was a good promo for them. Yeah,
0: do you, no, do you use, that was one of my questions on here um, is apps. Uh, We just downloaded that because we got uh, screwed by Google Maps uh, on the way to our last stop. Uh, It took us on back, asked Texas County roads that, uh, there's, I, I was uncomfortable with a truck, let alone a a 32 foot gravel trailer. Uh, so we, we downloaded RV life before we took off here and I really liked it on this trip. It worked well.
1: I, I use it so much. Uh, RV Trip Wizard, actually, is what, uh, by RV Life. Um, yep. So, yeah, I, I spend hours researching <laughs> campgrounds. I'm looking at reviews. I'm looking at pictures because we, we you know, we don't want to worry about anything because, you know, we're working all the time. And right. um, but most campgrounds we've been to have been good. We've had some neighbor issues, some neighbor dog issues. We've, you know, but for the most part, I can't say we've had any bad experiences. A few times we've had power cut off. Just for no reason, which is annoying when you're running it. I don't run, I run a, a desktop, not a laptop. So when it's okay. off, it's like it's gone. Um, but I will say about RV Trip Wizard, it's great for the routing because you can put, you know, the height of, of your rig in there and everything. But sometimes it takes you in weird places too. So what we do is we have. And Rich, my husband, he prefers to have um, Google Maps up on on our our F three fifty. You know, it actually has you know the CarPlay, so he has yep. Google Google Maps on there, and he likes to listen to. We call her Gigi. Um, sometimes she's <laughs> annoying, but um, and then I have RV Trip Wizard because I'm the the navigator, and I just make sure that the that the routes match, so that because Google, as you know, will take you down the weirdest places. And I think our biggest thing is, is um, clearances, worried about clearances, but you never know what kind of roads you're gonna be on too. So right. we're kind of looking at both, but there have been times where both of them were kind of weird and we made it through, it was fine, but it's it can be a little unnerving when you, you take a turn <laughs> And you don't know okay is this gonna is this gonna end well or not Well, we,
0: we stay it, we stay at a lot of uh hip camps so it's like private properties and it's a lot of people that are out in the country that have you know 40 acres and they have an rv spot that they put in um a lot of times they're not hauling rvs into where they have their stuff and they're like oh yeah the road fine the road's fine and you show up and like we have an f-250 with the pull-behind trailer and there's places we're like ah yeah no no not even close um have you ever been stuck
1: no we almost got stuck it was a very early on we um we went we left from from colorado spent a few weeks in uh, western illinois and we're headed to michigan rich is from michigan we spent a lot of time in michigan we were in holland michigan we rolled into this state park it had rained for like three days straight before that and um it it was the the park was way too small for us. We learned, we learned, or we kind of thought about state parks, but this was, this was the one who let us know no state parks, unless they're in Colorado because they make really big uh, spaces in the Colorado state parks, at least on the front range they do. And we got, we, you know, we have a a fifth, 43 foot fifth, wheel i think max our max weighs eighteen thousand pounds it's not a light rig and so he we had to we had to pull in through another space to get to that space because we couldn't back in because it was so tight and then we we sunk i don't know like a foot and a half and um we thought we were going to get stuck but that but we got out and um but, but that was the only time we've gotten stuck we're I'm not putting us in those situations. I'm looking for I'm looking for gravel pads, concrete pads, you know, things like that. Uh, we stay anywhere from three to four weeks or more at a time at a place too. So I'm also looking for places that are going to feel feel like home. You know in and comforts and things like that so we don't have to worry about it um no that's one of my biggest fears is like getting stuck somewhere or something because it's like i don't know the (laughs) is strong but i don't know
0: (laughs) we actually were at we were literally stuck for four months um but we were happy with where we're at so and we knew the landowner was was willing to pull us out anytime we wanted so we just set it because when we were turning the trailer around, it sat down in some sugar sand in this field and it leveled itself out. And so we were level and stable (laughs) and it was getting dark. And I looked at Corey and I was like, well, let's just leave it for now and see how it is. And we sat there for four months and two weeks ago we got pulled out of that spot. But yeah, getting stuck sucks. We've, we've done it a lot. Um, But that's our style. That's our like, when we look at places where and it has a gravel pad we're like oh cool high class um
1: Well, I guess you know, boondocking—it goes to the territory. We see on some YouTube channels we watch. I mean, they're—they're taking you know, 45-foot toy haulers out boondocking, and we look at oh yeah, no, no, no. We
0: are not taking anywhere
1: near there. There is no. Yeah,
0: yeah, we're already we're already looking. uh, We thought we needed a big camper for the Saint Bernards, uh, but they lay on top of us. Like, I have one under my feet right now. 180-pound dog is like laying under the table and if he gets up, you'll see the camera just bounce up and down. Yeah. Uh but yeah, lay on top of us. We're already talking, so thirty-two, we're talking like twenty-six. We want smaller because we want to go places that we can't go right now.
1: Yeah. And, and I understand. I mean, I like our 43 feet cause it fits our lifestyle, but it does limit us a little bit. But for right now, the type of RVing that we're doing, we're perfectly fine. But if we ever change and say, Hey, we're going to go in a different direction of the style of RVing. Yeah. Just definitely. It, it's, it's a big rig between this and the three fifty. It's, it's, it's right.
0: A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's, it's a lot. Um, you got any favorite gas stations that you like to go to? Cause you're a big rig. Um,
1: we we truck in the gas lanes. That that's pretty much when we're hooked up, we're always we're always at, you know, loves or flying J or TNA. Um and when we're unhooked, you know, we can go anywhere and, and get gas. But we're always so we you're, have a gas you're, you're
0: a gas three fifty, you're a gas. Oh, no, no, diesel. You, I'm
1: sorry. We gas up diesel. we diesel up, yeah. And then so we you love go you truck.
0: go in the truck lanes.
1: Yeah, because then you can def up at the same time. You don't have to buy the box of def and um so we're typically the, you know, truck lanes and uh, Love's is my favorite gas station. It's Love's. always nice and clean. And we almost stayed at a Love's RV. They have these new RV, um, par- I can't call them parks. They're like, they have four or five slots that are right. all set up for RVs. Um, but we, we decided to outrun a, a storm and not stay there and stay further west. So
0: we, uh, so for the about five years before we took off, I worked at gas stations as a, as a gas pump tech. And so I was at truck stops constantly. And when love started saying they were putting in RV sites, I was like, Oh really? Like we heard it before it ever started to happen. And then uh, before we started taking off, I started talking to all my pilot contacts and I'm like, so is there a code word to get a free shower and stuff like that? Because like you hook up to hot water, we do the military shower thing. So like a free shower that you could take an unlimited at like a pilot. Because I've been in the showers a pilot, so they keep them pretty clean I was I was very impressed and I was able to scope all this stuff out before we took off as while I was getting paid to work on oh. their gas pumps.
1: Oh, that's cool. that's cool. yeah I think um there is no way I would RV without with a military shower at least at this point in my life.
0: So. yeah, yeah it was it's definitely a change um, definitely a change <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. but you' been to Bucky's? do you like Bucky's?
1: we went to bucky's we did this trip um rich went to the nrvta owner, owner's course last february before we went full time before we even had the rig um and then we we had to hit the Bucky's while we were there because we knew once we had the rig hooked up we're not going into bucky's i mean there's right. you can go in with an rv but not 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 this big and um but i I'm um, gluten and dairy free. Have been for fifteen, sixteen years, and so there's not much I can eat at Bucky's.
0: It's a, it's I'm a rich, tough job.
1: <laughs> it is. I mean, but I bought the shirt. I've got the shirt, you know, and the whole family has shirts. And um, Rich did eat. What did you eat? The brisket, the brisket sandwich. He ate a brisket sandwich because he can. He has no restrictions, and he enjoyed that. Um, but they did have wine there. I, w- I we did a little video. I'm like, here, this is what I can eat or buy at Bucky's wine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's
0: perfect, okay. perfect. And, I mean, and then it's we, been... took
1: the, we took the car we rented to, to to go down to the NRVTA. We took it through the car wash, and then that because oh, we knew we could never do that even with the truck, you know, obviously. So that was kind of fun, but. Um, yeah, we we see Bucky's and we just go oh, okay. We just have to go by. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, because you're diesel. Do they? I I went there as uh as a tech actually. I flew to Florida or to Texas when we were in Minnesota, and we went there. It was like Disneyland. We were down there for some training, and we're like, we got to go to Bucky's because this thing yeah. is amazing for actually somebody that works at gas stations. Um, uh, I don't think they have diesel. Do they for? I think, uh,
1: I think they do. Rich, do you know if they have diesel? They have 120 pumps, and like four of them, four of them are diesel.
0: For yeah. the two, the four end ones are the diesel. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we, there's no way we are we are pulling this rig. Into I would not go
0: in that madhouse with yeah. with ours. Like I was like, yeah, I know the gas station. It's it's cool. I've been there. Uh, yeah, we're not going. We're not going. But a lot, that's a lot always. Of
1: our do, though.
0: That's our, always our struggle. So we're gas. We're we have a gas truck um is finding guessing playing that guessing game can we get in can we get out um you are lucky enough to go through truck lanes that helps Um, yeah it
1: does unless you get you see diesel at the next exit and you're not thinking and you get off on that exit and you realize it's just a standard gas station and then you're driving down the road and you're like where are we going to turn around and there weren't very many places to turn around and we eventually found a place to turn around, but we we knew never to do that again. Only a truck stop.
0: That, yeah, that that, is- that makes it easy. That definitely makes it easier to find um, because they classify those out real nice. I'm sure you could mm-hmm. probably grab a like an, a trucker um, app, a navigation app, where they would just pin truck stops.
1: Oh, yeah that would be good because google sometimes you know you put truck stops in the search and they're you know they, they give you like all these other things they give you everything but that
0: i'm sure it could narrow
1: the search but the only downside of the truck lanes and if, and it's really not it goes with the territory is there's a lot of waiting depends yeah. if you go to a truck stop that's very very busy Um, I mean, you could be in line and uh, a half an hour and then you know they pull up beyond you know they've gas up the truck gases up pulls up and they stay there and then they go in and do their thing so we don't, it doesn't take us as long to gas up. We don't have as big a tank as a truck does. So we always know we're, we're going to wait. And we're, yeah. we're at peace with that. We're not in a hurry on travel days, anyways. But some people that might, that might annoy some people. It's, uh, right.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I used to wait in those lines. They would send us to do like all the filters at a truck stop. And so basically you go down one line, you wait in line to get to it and then you do your work and you get back in line in the next one and you wait in line. I'm like, I sat in line for half my day. Cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it takes a long time to fuel up, you know, and they get, you know, and they do, like I said, park ahead, which makes sense. They're not going to go park just to go. Right, the right. get it. Yeah.
0: So how do you guys decide where you're going? Are you, do you follow the weather? Do you follow events? Um,
1: weather probably ch- chasing 70 degrees is, is our thing. And, um, we were both pretty well traveled before we started this. So we're yeah. not, we're not going for, Oh, we got to go see this. And we got to go see that. Um, a lot of it is family, um, uh, w- Michigan. Cause you know, we have a lot of family in Michigan. So we go there a lot, but, um, and it, it's really, it's like, you know, where are we going to go for the winter? It's going to be Florida. It's going to be Arizona or Texas or something. So I, I think that determines it and whatever is in the middle we decide, oh, that sounds interesting, haven't been there, I'd like to spend more time there. Like we spent a month in Biloxi um, before we were here because we, neither of us really spent any time on the that coast. I mean, the Florida coast. I grew up in Florida in the Tampa Bay area, so I was very familiar with that. We'll never go back to Biloxi in February because it was just far too humid. Uh, it was very interesting. We were there for Mardi Gras. So it was really kind of cool to see how Mardi Gras celebrated all over the Gulf Coast. Um, right. But it wasn't one of our favorite places, so you know you gotta go. And if you like it, you you know you go back. If you don't, you never go again.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of what we're finding, um, especially doing the private, the the hip camps. We definitely have had a bunch of winners. Uh, Cause I do, I'm the, I'm the vetter and the, the researcher and all that. And I kind of present uh, it'll be, it'll be a few weeks before we're getting ready to leave. And I'll, I'll present like four or five to Corey. And she's like, Oh, you did a really good job. I'm like, yeah, I looked at 45 to get to that five.
1: <laughs> That's about <laughs> but, it. I mean, you got so I try to
0: vet it out pretty good, but sometimes when you're traveling, it is what it is. Like if you want to travel <laughs> 200 miles, you got one choice. Um. Yes. Have you been to them? Those places, those, those places, places where you're like you have to stay there, um, where it's just a a one night stop on a way somewhere. Have you been to a place like that?
1: Yeah, we've been to a couple of those. We try to to limit. You know, we don't we don't like. We try to go. Um, our our travel day takes us to our our next destination. Okay. Very easy to do on the East Coast. As right. we move back west. Like we had three travel days to, to get from Mississippi to to New Mexico, um, but you know it's a lot more territory that you're covering. And we stayed in a very nice KOA um, outside of just into Oklahoma, and we I just picked that because we were trying to outrun a storm, and it was a little pricey, but we knew we were going to be in the middle of a, a hellacious rainstorm at the very least. And I wanted I wanted a concrete pad. I I'm like yeah. I don't you know I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but then the one we did one in Tallahassee it was a cute little park but i it was so tight um we got in there but it was tight it was only one night very unlevel so i mean sometimes you you run into that and then we are moving my parents from colorado to michigan on april 30th we're caravanning across the country with a moving van and an rv and cars and everything and i gotta find two places to stay but two nights between michigan and, and denver and so i i may end up in one of those okay it was only that, one
0: that sounds like it could be a uh, either a very great bonding experience or just an absolute explosion
1: <laughs> yeah it, it, it's gonna be interesting i get i'm i'm driving my mom's car out because they're both like 77 and so they, they okay. can't drive cross country anymore rich is driving howie and stella by himself and then our son is driving the moving truck truck with my dad so it's uh we either going to love each other more or hate each other more. Yeah.
0: Weaker. Oh, for sure. Are you all staying together in, in your trailer on the way? Oh no,
1: no. They're getting a hotel. If if that were the <laughs> case we wouldn't even make it to Michigan. I'm sure. But I think our son may stay with us or he, I don't know, but um, he he's okay staying with us, but yeah. So I'm sure um, there's going to be, it's questionable in Illinois because along I 80, there's a whole bunch of little RV parks. Um, but, I I don't know. We'll see where we end up. I don't know. It might end up in a Walmart, you know? So like, this is better. I mean, it
0: happens. It definitely happens. We, we were coming across, um, Mississippi. So how far do you travel in a day? Normally on a travel day.
1: Um, six hours, about 300 miles. We'll push it, Beautiful. um, to seven, seven and a half hours every, you know, if it's, if it's three travel days, we'll do one, maybe two of them that long, but we right. try not to drive. Cause you don't know, you could hit weather, you could hit traffic. You do not know. And you could, you could take a seven hour day and make it a 10 hour day.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We're, we're fun. even on the lower end. We go like 200 miles, five hours because of the campsites and the places we stay, uh, you might pull into someplace and you're stuck pulling in the driveway and it's two hours to get the truck and the camper unstuck or this or that. Um, oh, so I definitely get the, this day can turn in this far or you blow a tire. Um, people don't realize that you don't just get home, home and uh-huh. um, go dive into bed and, and unpack the car tomorrow.
1: No, no, no. You got to set it all up and and yeah, and we, we had a tire issue, um, on our way to Cincinnati last year. Um, the tire just completely delaminated itself and our, um, our TPMS didn't warn us. Lucky for us, there was a driver, uh, going by and he's like, you know, honking and pointing. And so we pulled over and then lucky again, we were a mile and a half from a, uh, an exit with a, with a, A truck stop that could you know you know put the spare on and everything but yeah that that ate up what an hour and a half two hours of our our travel time lucky that that was a short travel day um but we've had
0: you have have three axles on a 43 foot
1: no we only have two
0: two axles yeah i think
1: they should have put three on here but
0: (laughs) yeah you so you were you were probably okay to limp it a little ways to get that on like if you had been miles from an exit that turns into like a four hour thing by the time oh, yeah, the you're doing like
1: 20 miles an hour to... well like we if you, so even happy.
0: if you feel comfortable even if you feel comfortable driving it i mean if you got to cut all the rig to come out and change that for you i mean that gets expensive and takes a long time
1: oh yeah and you, you never know when that's going to happen i mean it could be a truck tire it could be a trailer tire and so you have to factor that in i, I don't think everybody understands that when you think of rv travel dates but there, there's a lot that 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 can happen unfortunately
0: yeah for sure and you never know and it's always the unexpected
1: it is and it always happens when it's the worst time it could happen i mean that that just goes
0: pouring rain you roll in it's been sunny all day for the whole drive you roll in you start backing the trailer up and it starts downpouring you're like
1: Oh, I know. Really? That is the worst. Setting up in the rain has got to, when we, when we got to Oklahoma and I forget what the, you remember what the little city was? It was a really cute little Sallisaw. city. Salisaw. And we were, we made a conscious effort when we left Mississippi, we were going to go to that, that loves, which was still in Arkansas. But we looked at all the radar and all the news reports and like, Oh, I figured out if we could go like an hour and a half more West, we'd hit, we'd miss the big tornadic, um, stuff that they had forecast. And so we did miss all that, but it was just completely rain. I, it was so raining. But the good news is it was an overnight, and it was a it was very level. We didn't even unhook. We just, yeah. you know, and and that was the first time we hadn't unhooked for an overnight. Um, and I don't know why, but now we're like, hey, where can we go so we don't even have to unhook for an overnight? I like this. Yeah, but we we, we usually just go. Before.
0: Right. We try to go one, one set. Sa- we go Saturday, um, like 200 miles, 150 to 200 miles. And then we sit for a week and then we go a week and then we sit, um, uh, if we like someplace we'll stay two weeks. Uh, and then if I have a job, we'll stay however long I um, right. need to be yeah. there. But, uh, every once in a while we'll do like a, a hop mm-hmm. because w- Corey works full time. So we'll travel on a Saturday usually, And then sometimes she'll take a Friday or a Monday off and we'll travel two days in a row if we got to be somewhere. And we went one time on the way here and we were staying at a hip camp and the lady had really good reviews or decent reviews. I was like, okay, it's just an overnight. So it it didn't look the greatest, but I was like, whatever. Yeah, We get down there and there's no cell phone signal. There's no GPS signal. I go to the address that it said and it was a marina and I said hey I'm here for to check in they're like oh it's RV park there was an RV park at the marina and I'm like no at a hip camp she's like what's that and I gave the <laughs> name I gave the name of the person they're like I have no idea what you're talking about
1: oh my god. And so god.
0: We're, we're on this peninsula like there was if it hadn't been an RV park if it had been like a, a dock there was nowhere to turn around. We were like down on the end of this thing. So I was like, Hey, do you you mind if we turn around in your parking lot? Because we got to get over here. We ended up finding a trailer park that we think was the place we rented. (laughs) And we just backed in. It was like an abandoned trailer park. We just backed our trailer in, left everything hooked up, left everything locked, get in the trailer, put out the slides, went to sleep, got up as early as we could and took and got out. <laughs> That's funny. We're like, we're like, if somebody shows up in the middle of the night, all we got to do is pull up the stabilizers and nope, yep, yeah, you're, boy, you're out sorry. of there. I like that. Well, <laughs> we,
1: we, uh, we don't have any, uh, we just have the lead asset batteries that came with the rig and we've been thinking, we're not going to do solar, but- I think we really need to get a few lithium batteries so that we can do, you know, Walmarts because I'd rather, you know, why spend $40, $50, whatever, $70 for an overnight where you don't even want to unhook. You're just really just making dinner and going to bed. So um, because we have a residential fridge, so we have to have. You know, we'll, we'd never make it more than 20 hours without hooking up for that, unless right. we want to leave all our food, I guess. Um, right, so right. I think we're definitely going to look into some lithium batteries this year. So because I, I prefer it makes multiple travel days so much easier if you don't have to set up. You, you're just stopping sleeping and then you go. It's right. So much- and
0: you're sta- you're stable enough in a fifth wheel. um we're bumpers so like we're all over the then with three saint bernards running around in the side like on that ball we kind of rock like crazy um it's just you two in in the trailer right
1: so on
0: a fist wheel you gotta do you probably got power stabilizers on it
1: yeah it's it's all yeah automatic leveling and stuff and yeah just drop
0: those in a parking lot i mean you could probably even do something um if you know you want to do a couple of travel days Is freeze some water packs and just throw them in the fridge while you travel and they'll keep that fridge cold you could you'd yeah be all they right. probably
1: would but then when we land and we make dinner and stuff because we we cook <laughs> everything we no we just need we need lithium batteries what we need i want yeah. i want at least 48 hours or so that i could go that the fridge would be fine and uh, that would make travel days much better
0: <laughs> yeah we i think we put in like 300 and some hours 300 and 302 amp hour amp hours of lithium batteries and it's it's different it was we we look at it now but we were on the homestead and we were trying to conserve we were trying to be like kind of energy independent and we knew what we were doing we lived in the driveway in the trailer for probably six months before we took off just trying to get our our routines down changing our lifestyle and all that uh you did you do any of that or like you said you hadn't you wanted to live in an rv full time and you'd never been in an rv we hadn't either like we decided we were going to do this because we did we didn't have a way to do what we wanted to do we wanted to just move to idaho and put up a yurt in like on some raw land but we mm-hmm. realized we were going to need some place to live when we got there so we we're like well we need to do an rv and then we said why are we going to idaho we neither one of us said have ever been there So why don't we just travel around in the RV that we're going to build to go to Idaho and decide where we want to go? So this is how this all happened. (laughs) You decided to sell everything. Did you ever spend time in an RV before? Did you? You were just like, "This is the one." I just knew I would
1: like it. It's just one of those things you just know. And I think you know, having an RV that was that lived like a house was was the important part. And because we planned a lot, and when we were RV shopping, um, what we would do is we would sit like. Across from me is the couch in this model. We sat there in every model and we just went through in our heads and we did it after we left too. how life would look. We kind of ran through, visualized what our day-to-day life would look like in a rig. So we would know whether that rig was going to work for us or not. We put a lot of time and energy into that. And um, and so once we got into this, it was like we were already living in it in our minds for like, I don't know, a year and so it, it all just kind of flowed. It was then just you know getting the breakdown and the setup and all the, you know all those things and and because Rich had RV'd before that made that easier. And then I just kind of learned as I went and it's uh, not too bad. And um, but no, I, I actually love, love it? it. Do you, I love, do you it. love it? it? I, love, I love the 400 square feet. I wouldn't trade that for 2,400 square feet, which is what we had. And um, I love seeing new places all the time. Um I, you know, it's like the interior change; it stays the same, but the exterior changes whenever, you know, wherever we move. And for me, that's the important thing is I need, I need the stability of my house, not changing, but I don't need the stability of my house, not changing locations. So, um, right. so, so, I mean, I have my own little hangups and I know what they are. and We made them work.
0: So, yeah, yeah. Um, we, uh, I don't mean this is a slight, but one of our dogs is super is super like nervous. He has anxiety, I think, Uh, but he's comfortable because he comes inside to the same thing every time. So every Mm -hmm. time we start to pack up to leave, he gets all nervous and like we're going to forget him or something. He'll get in the truck and he'll pass out. And when he gets out, he'll like look around. But as soon as he comes in and sees the inside is the same, he's okay. Yep. It doesn't matter and, where we're at and, and i have
1: anxiety too so i bet that's why this makes me very very happy
0: it's um, a comfortable surrounding
1: yeah and that's what's important for me and then i i acknowledge that but i can still rv having you know that need and that's what's so cool about it
0: Corey said the same thing my wife's sitting here just shaking her head going me too it's the inside that makes all the the change okay i have yes. a safe place that i know is mine and i can control and I love just moving around the country and changing the location of my safe space.
1: <laughs> yes, that is exactly true. And I think when if more people understood that's at the heart of RVing, you'd probably see a lot more people full timing because full timing is scary to many people when they think about. it. I think all they think of, oh, I, you know, how am I going to fit all my stuff in, in a small space? How am I, you know, how am I going? Am I going to kill my 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 partner or you know my <laughs> spouse? You know, things like that. But um, how, do, how
0: do you do with that?
1: Oh, uh, we're, we're real. I mean, we're, we're good together. And we, we've always spent almost all our time together. So I think
0: were were you a different couple? Were you the different couple before you took off? Cause we were, we were the couple that um, we don't fight. Like if no, we, we fight, it's it. like a 10 minute, like, yeah, you pissed me off and I'm going to tell you you pissed me off and it's over because like, what are you going to do about it? Um, yeah. That was, <laughs> it's it, it's both we both had long-term relationships that we got fucked over like as we came into our relationships um and so we are just kind of that couple that everybody looked at and like wait you don't fight you spend like all your time together so it made perfect sense for us to like go live together in a tiny can um,
1: <laughs> yeah we're that couple we're pretty- we have, yeah we're, we're second marriage for me third for him bad bad relationships prior um we learned what, what we didn't want in a relationship from those relationships. And so when we met each other, I think we it was just perfect time, perfect place. And so, yeah, we don't fight. We don't. We would, have you,
0: would you suggest this for people exploring their relationship with a new partner? <laughs> yeah.
1: No, RVing is not for that. Um, Definitely, uh, if you if if there's only if there's one little thing that you don't like about your partner, it's going to become a huge thing if you start (laughs) RVing. So you, that's what people ask me that all the time. They're like, I don't think I could do that with my husband. I said, Well, probably you can't and don't <laughs> if um, you
0: question it at all just don't even try exactly
1: it exactly <laughs> because you, you you have nowhere to run and hide if you needed to we've never been that way but if we had to we'd get the bedroom and the bathroom or outside that's oh, it. outside the walls, outside, outside is where i
0: go so. and i'm usually the only one that has to do it because i'm a i can be an asshole um <laughs> and i know it and i know i'm wrong and i know i'm mad so i just like go for a walk
1: and and that's that's probably good for the relationship but yeah oh oh,
0: absolutely absolutely it definitely uh works great but um yeah yeah the 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 living in a small space you have to understand what you're going into uh beforehand and you have to be really comfortable with your partner you're going to learn things about them that you never wanted to know never thought you were going to learn um (laughs) yeah <laughs> yeah,
1: it, yeah you definitely have to go in with your eyes open, but we, we always spent spent time together and you know always together. we, we, we want to be together. That's yes. you know we'd rather be w- with each other than any any place else any, any person else, I guess, not to say we don't like friends, but you know that's always our first choices together.
0: So. What, what do you do? like speaking of friends, what do you do on the road?
1: Um you know it's interesting you you asked that that's one of the things after almost a year on the road we're we're starting to miss is connections and now for most of the summer we were in Michigan where Rich had a friends family so we we had a lot going on and then as we moved south and then now now west um since I guess we left there in September um not a, you know we don't have friends and we've only been out on the road a year but we're starting to make more RV friends But I find myself wanting more connections. So that's something we're going to actively, you know, look for because it can get very lonely, especially we stay where most, you know, most people don't stay, little towns and stuff like that. Um, There's people at RV parks, but, you know, they're not always outwardly friendly. They're nice, but um, it depends on the weather, whether you have a lot of people sitting outside or not, which makes, you know, for connections a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's definitely something for this point on to start making more friends when we went to the tampa rv show we met up with a bunch of other um content creators like us in the rv space made some friends that was so nice and now we're going to the hershey show later this year and we already have friends we're going to meet there and so it's getting there you know one so year on the you're road.
0: starting you're starting to kind of involve yourself into the rv show um attendees kind of community yeah
1: and it's been, it was fun. It was, it was a good connection. You know, we felt like we were with our people for four or five days and um, it, it's, it's, it's something we definitely liked and we're going to keep doing and um, you know, and hopefully meet up with some of the people we met there at parks, but um, we'll have to start staying at more uh, popular parks if we actually want to meet some of these people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I-
0: that's, that's our thing is we like the isolation of the hip camps, of the BLM land, of the boondocking, but we do like the community and as a podcaster and a content creator the community is who that's who you are uh you can do it remotely you can do it virtually but meeting people in person is so different um and i've really tried to figure out how to incorporate traveling with building my community and it is through festivals and that that's my deal. So mm-hmm. your RV show is my festival. Um, we do a festival in Tennessee every year. Uh, we're finding other festivals, Freedom Orient and festivals and things like that. Um, but yeah, you definitely need to tie into that community. Um, Figuring it out is the how, like, that's the tough part. Like, meeting people for me is not hard. I bartended for a decade. Like, I can meet people, I talk to everybody under the sun. Uh, It's making those meaningful connections that make sense to you. You saying you felt like you were with your people, um, those are the greatest things to do.
1: Yeah, and, and we we learned that we kind of had a feeling when we were going to go to Tampa, we we you know be able to meet, meet some people like minded people, and so it was great. And so as uh, our next year as we're out, we're going to look for that more and more. And we you know and and another place for us is um, the art world, which I, I'm not as active in my my art as I'd like to be, but we go to a lot of art shows, and so the more that we go, the more you know we're seeing a lot of the same artists at art shows too. So that's another community for us, rich. Is going to be playing bass on stage with a band from a person who follows us on YouTube in St. Mary's, Georgia. Catfish Festival. At the catfish festival. That's fantastic. uh, I know. And he we he ran, we he we ran into him at the Tampa show. He's like, hey, I watch you guys. And so, you know, he's like, Is that is that
0: weird for you? Oh uh, yeah, that is
1: weird. We don't get it a lot. I mean, it's not like we have tens of thousands of followers, but when it does happen, it's a little weird. And we, uh, but it's so cool. So I mean, now we've got that. Who knows? Rich may be the traveling um, basis. Like, hey, Rich is in town. Let's get him to play. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, that for sure. We uh, the first time somebody recognized me. Well here was the deal. So I did a, a limited run of silver coins that I made like branded out, had cast and all this, and I was selling them and and they all sold really quick, even before I had them in my hands, but I was like distributing some of them in person at a festival. Well, everybody that bought one watches me. I I do my video podcast. I do this video. Everybody knew what I looked like. All I had was a screen name. I didn't even have their real names. I had screen names and oh, we're at a wow. festival and I'm like, Come find me. Come <laughs> find me. It was, like the fact that people can recognize you and you don't know who they are and they could be your your who you you're talking to, it was the oddest feeling in the world. And then hoping I remembered who was who is another thing.
1: Oh, that's the hard part. Yeah, that that's really hard. I'm bad with you know people I've known for a while, remembering their names I'm terrible with names.
0: (laughs) I can remember your drink. You order a drink. I'll remember it five years from now, but you tell me your name in your face and I'm like,
1: oh yeah. "Ah." yeah,
0: And I feel so bad. I feel so bad. But
1: yeah, I always tell people, yeah, good to meet you. I'll forget your name. So So
0: is this, is this going to be a thing? Are you going to keep going? Do you have any plans on changing or you just love it enough that you are letting her roll?
1: Well, we had a three to five year plan. That's what we thought would be out three to five years. So we're rolling in the year two here soon with no, we already have it all planned out. We plan out about a year ahead ahead. So um, the fact that I, I think what's going to determine how long we're out is my parents and then Rich's mom as well. And so they're getting older, you know, we at least mine are getting to, to Michigan so everybody's going to be together. And it just depends on 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 their forward progress, whether they need us or not. And then I think that you know we'll eventually land back in Michigan. And um, you know I don't know we might do from full time to part time. You know kind of like just get out of Michigan for the winters and just stay there for the summers. I'm not sure. We're leaving it open ended because we do love it so much. But I, I think we're gonna know. It's like we know. We, like we will we stay places like I said three to four weeks. And usually around three to four weeks we look at each other go I'm ready to move on. You just know you have that feeling, and I think that we're going to know when we're ready to to land and, and stop doing this if we do, you know, intend to stop doing this at some point.
0: Yeah, you, you're on that. You have that connection. We we do the same thing. Uh, we probably overstayed our last one, but we had things we had to get done. We had like had to have some service done. We were waiting for things, some things to line up, uh, for weather to change, for in the place we were going, and all that stuff. But by the end, we were both looking at each other and say, we're way better on the road. We're way better moving in a routine. Um, When we didn't, we figured out that when we don't need to use the GPS to do shit, we've been there too long.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's a a very good barometer because, yeah. um, And and what's funny, though, I, I like that aspect. We really try to dig in to where we're at and go to as many local places we can and just kind of live like locals while we're here because we're here a month. But then I'm like, okay, I know this place well, too well. I mean, I can get anywhere. When
0: when the guy at the pizza place calls me by name, when I call, not when I walk in to pick up my pizza, but when I call, he recognizes my voice. I'm like, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, You've been there a little too long. I want
1: (laughs) to act like a local, not be a local. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was that small town guy growing up. I don't need to be that guy now. Yeah, I just need yeah, to like hit it, it and quit out. it. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so you, you you do full-time days, you do full-time work, you're a graphic designer, uh, but you do a YouTube channel. I want to pump your stuff, your content. Um, tell us about your YouTube channel, what you guys do over there.
1: Well, it started as a cooking channel when we, when, when we lost the gluten-free business. Um, and I'm very committed to the gluten-free community because I am one. Um, we, we felt like we, we still had a lot to offer them. And so we started in 20... When did we start that? 21. 21. We started the, and I've always wanted to do cooking videos. So we started that and knew that we were going to do the RV thing and we would, you know, roll it into the, to the cooking channel and it would all make sense, which to, to YouTube, it doesn't all make sense. They still don't know what to do with us. And um, (laughs) so we started adding the RV content. We, um, and over the last few months, we've changed things up a little bit. We've done a lot of shorts. I was totally against shorts. Um, and then I started doing shorts and I'm like, Oh, these are so much fun. I mean, so we were doing like a short, uh, Yeah,
0: like you, you gain, weeks. you gain, you gain subscribers with shorts and you, you gain content views with long format.
1: Exactly. And so I love doing the shorts. It was really fun. And then um over the holidays. We, we, and after the RV show we started changing things up a bit, but I think we're going to go back to, you know, a cooking video a week because I just love doing that. And um, and because Rich had his medical condition that he had two two weeks ago, we haven't posted in a while. Uh, oh. But we'll be getting back to RV um, posting. But we're going to do them a little bit differently, I think, um, because there's so many so many channels out there now in the RV space, and it's you know following around. What did I do today? What did I do this week? You know, here's the black tank. You know, this is we went to this place, went to that place. I, th- I think it's really really saturated, and so we just want to we just want to talk about the things that people aren't talking about, which is our point of view is, is, is what did we eat this week? What restaurant did we go to? That was really cool. What was this unique thing that we found? And we're just going to be us. It's it's going to be probably mo and it's always has been very food focused. And, right. um, and it's because we love to, to cook and to eat. So <laughs>
0: Yeah, you definitely in this space now. So we decided we were going to do this in 2019, like September 2019. Um, No, October 2019. There was a snowstorm in October and I had turkeys in the field and um, we got like 18 inches of snow. And I was like, I can't homestead in Minnesota. This is stupid. I yeah. have like no time any, to do anything, this and that, and then it snows and this and that. And we we decided we were going to sell it. And so through all of the COVID thing, um, we continued with a plan to get rid of seven deep freezers full of meat. Uh, we didn't go to the grocery store through COVID. Like we we were talking the other day, a lot of people changed who they were during that whole thing um, and you know, psychologies and all this, whatever it was. Uh, We looked at each other and, and asked each other, like, did we really change? And we're like, no, because we didn't do it. It didn't affect us at all. Like we didn't go to the store before or after during it. We didn't have to go out in public, but we gave that all up and it was scary. It was really scary. But the weather thing for us was we can't handle this anymore. That was our tipping point. Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to like navigate the whole thing is finding that niche, of uh, that audience in the full-time RV community and how to focus your content. And yeah. It is
1: very difficult. And we, you know, food is who we are really food. And a little bit of weirdness thrown in and strange, you know, activities that we well, like. We, we're
0: assumed we're weird by what we do, dear. Just, yeah. just so you know, like that's a, that's a given.
1: <laughs> and, yeah. And, and we went, um, when we were in st mary's georgia there's this really interesting um, place down there it's in kingsland actually um it is a studio a star trek i don't know if you're a trekkie at all it's a star trek studio where they've recreated the entire original series um sets in there and they they let people come in and record things and they have like a little web show uh online show and so we went down there and we had we had our we had out, you know, we had costumes on and everything. We did all that. I mean, we do, we do weird stuff. And we weren't sure that the YouTube world was, you know, ready for that. But we've, you know, year into this, we've just decided we're just going to be us. And, you know, and if yeah. you like it, right? great. If you don't, that's fine, too. We can only be us. We can't act. And, you and, know, and, and we don't have any drama either, which drama really is, you know, sells on YouTube. So, I mean, we yeah. could fight with each other and act like we hate each other or something. Or we're having... There are so many channels where every week their their thumbnail is, oh my god, can you believe this happened? Now this happened. Can, you know, it's like, I don't want that drama. We live a very drama free life. We haven't had <laughs> a lot of issues while RVing, and I want to keep it that way. I'm not going to put out in the universe. I want more issues so I could have you know more views. More on it. views. <laughs> more more views. views. Like, no, I'll take less views and no issues. Thank you very much.
0: For sure. For sure. Oh yeah. Like. I try to come up with some content days uh for like TikTok and I'm like, Well what's gonna what's gonna show good? And I'm like, nothing exciting happened today. But it was a fantastic day.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nobody cares about that. You can put out a video going, life is wonderful. You know, unless you won the lottery.
0: Look, it's sunny. It's sunny. Um, There's no problems. Nothing overflowed. Nothing leaked. (laughs) Nothing happened. I just woke up and it was a wonderful day. And now I'm going to bed. And they're going to be like, zero views
1: (laughs) yeah exactly yeah it's funny and and and, but you know i'm okay with that so we're just going to be bs i will say that food is good now food um food has been good for us and it's getting better for us on YouTube um we've kind of we started out as a very um 100 you know gluten-free and dairy-free um even though I have not changed that aspect of myself I just it's not forward anymore we're just and and that's kind of our POV anyways that we you know I've been this way this is how I eat and you know I just eat mostly whole foods you know and I cook everything No, it's local yeah and then we and local too so Like one of the things we did in tampa is because rich can eat whatever he wants um my son was down visiting and so he wanted to find the best cuban sandwich in the tampa area because tampa is really famous for cuban sandwiches and um, so we went out and we sampled all these and we you know and they got to eat it and find it and we did a video on that and you know things like that that that's that's fun to do and yeah. um, find the best this or the best that and then what's
0: your, what's your go-to for finding local like uh, farmers markets and like local produce do you, do you guys buy local fresh ingredients if you're both chefs i imagine you're not like just dumping into the the neighborhood grocery store yeah, or maybe you are
1: on, yeah we are it depends on where we are but that's another goal and i i just learned from a friend of mine um that there is a directory out there somewhere for finding all the farms that you can, that might not be, you know, farmers markets, but they're farms that sell all over the country, which I did not realize that. And so I've got to find that app um, because I would much rather go to a farm and buy my produce than, you know, a grocery store and we are sometimes at the mercy of wherever we are, um, yeah. whether what kind of grocery stores they have. Um, so yeah, yeah. That,
0: that was that was something like, so we had the food security of all the freezers and all the production of the meat. But the other thing was the meat that we didn't produce, we all got local and we knew, we knew the guy that like, we were so far in that our food didn't leave the property. Like oh, my, God. I hatched chickens. I had the eggs laid on property. I hatched them, raised them, killed them, ate them. They never left the property. I knew everything that went into them. I knew everything I did to them and how they were treated. Well, yeah. all my other meat that I didn't raise my pork, my beef was a guy down the road that did the same thing. Like he birthed the calves, he raised them slaughtered. Like it, it was full circle. Um, now as I hit the road, I'm at the mercy of the grocery store. Like I don't, I don't have that food custody chain of custody awareness. Um, and I'm trying to find those resources to find the farmer's markets or the, the, the farm to fork producers. Um, so yeah, that, that is something that I definitely miss because knowing yeah. where your food come is, it, that's like the ultimate, uh, piece. Oh,
1: of it is definitely. We, for us, we know exactly what, you know, cause we make 99% of what we eat. Um, we know what goes into it, but not, but we don't ex- actually know where the ingredients came from and that that's the part of it we want to change and um and and when we're in places where there's farmers markets we you know we can go to farmers markets but we're not always in those places and it depends on the time of year and everything too but uh yeah definitely there's so much benefit knowing exactly where your food comes from
0: yeah, i i have uh I have some resources I might look into. We might have to have some emails, and we might be able. Yeah, to yeah, and I got to check there.
1: my friends. Like, didn't you know about this? And she didn't tell me the name of the app because when I find out the name of that app, where I mean, it basically tells you who's selling whatever all over the country. I'll, I'll let you know what that is.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, We're coming up on an hour. Uh, I we talked before about uh, a scary moment you had. If you want to talk about it, we can. If I mean, I mean. You I mean, got to not- share now what happened, but uh, <laughs> if you wanted to kind of go into h- why it was so scary, um, my, my, my crowd knows we stay in the middle of nowhere as far away from thing as we can. Uh, so this kind of would probably hit home with them. Um, would you share with us real quick? Yeah, what, yeah I'm, o- I'm
1: okay sharing with it. And, um, and so two weeks ago tonight, um, Rich, my husband had, had a heart attack and we're not in a Extreme, we're in a small town but we didn't think we were in the middle of nowhere and when the ambulance got here we didn't know he was having a heart attack at the time we weren't sure what was going on with him um and they got him in the back of the ambulance they said he's having a heart attack we have to drive him 75 miles south to las cruces it, and you know in the middle of a heart attack you know <laughs> time is of the essence i he literally could have died between here and there and so the He's, he's better now. He's sitting right next to me. He's recovering. So you show him you're good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, it was kind of out of the blue because, you know, we, we think we're healthy and everything. But um, outside of that, it got us thinking that our desire to be out, not in the middle of nowhere, but even in these small towns, if something like that happens again, I mean, we did we thought every hospital could handle a heart attack. But, you know, obviously they can't. And no. so that's not something we ever thought about that we'd have to be worried about. And so now as we move forward with our, you know, where we're staying, it's always going to be in the back of our mind. Okay. Where's the, where's the level, at least the level three trauma center.
0: (laughs) Right now that kind of just goes on the list of all the things that you were checking before. Like Uh you don't realize what you need until you need it. And it, and unfortunately when you figure it out, it, 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 luckily it wasn't on uh, too late. You know what I mean?
1: Luckily, we weren't two hours away. I mean, I don't know what happened Right.
0: There. And right. I mean, yeah. as soon as they
1: got him to the hospital, they got him in the cath lab and put his stents in. And and if that were two hours down the road, I don't know what would have happened. And so, yeah, we're going to look at that because you, you just never know. I, I mean, we're not young and we're not old. We're kind of in that. That middle, that middle
0: area. where everything happens
1: yeah exactly and so i never thought i'd have to think about that but even if it was an accident i mean if it was i guess if it was an accident you you know you cut yourself bad or you you know i don't know shot yourself somehow i don't know i mean any hospital should be able to take care of that but then again right. maybe not it depends on on you know how how you know how terrible it is. I mean, if right. you needed, you know, intense in you know, surgery, because as you had internal injuries, could one hospital do it, another one couldn't. And I just never thought about it. So the message is to, you know, just here's, think about here's it.
0: Another, here's another 20 minutes onto your research. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I think, you know, because I wouldn't, have, I mean, wouldn't you think that if there's a hospital in the city that you're in, that you're okay. So now I do know that the hospital we went to in Las Cruces was um, a level three trauma center. So now I will look for level three trauma centers. Nothing.
0: We used to go to a, a cabin in rural Minnesota and I had a fish hook in my finger one time and I was trying to dig it out myself and I didn't have insurance. And I called the ER and they're like, Oh, it's $250 to walk in the door. And, so I dug at it and dug at it. And finally went to the ER. And I'm I'm sitting in the ER and this dude walks in and he's like bleeding profusely out of the back of his leg.
1: Oh my God.
0: And they called my name and, and I went up to the desk and I was like, no, you probably should look at this guy first. And he's like, no, no, you're good. You're good. Go ahead. And I'm like, dude, I just got a fish hook in my finger. It's been there for like four hours. Um, you're like really bleeding bad. <laughs>
1: Oh my god!
0: And he's like, "Oh, it's cool. The dog just bit me again." You go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm a regular visitor. Yeah, I'm like, a, where stuff. am I? <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious.
0: but yeah, I definitely get the rural hospital. Like they had no urgency whatsoever. They're like, "Oh, that's John. He's bleeding out again." Like, yeah, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll pass out good. in the waiting he room. He'll, just... he'll
1: be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, that's that's all right. So you're you're.
0: Yeah, yeah. Your your YouTube channel is GF Explorers.
1: Yes.
0: At GF Explorers YouTube. Yes. Do you have any other sort of um, places where people can look you up, or uh, you yeah, just kind of focus mainly on the YouTube channel?
1: Uh we do YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. We have a website. Um, all of our recipes, our full recipes are on the website, which is uh, gfexplorers.com. Um, we're on Facebook too. We have Pinterest. I mean, we're everywhere you can be. So <laughs> I
0: will I will I will jump onto your website. Uh I just grabbed the YouTube channel before the show, but I will go back in and edit the the show notes with all your stuff. Um, dump them all in there. They all help all the backlinks and all that stuff. So I appreciate it. Um I like to at the end of the episode, I didn't give you a warning or anything, but uh, you got any words of wisdom for uh, for my audience? It's just kind of general your 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 deal, your floor, uh, say whatever you want. You could be like, screw you, guy. You didn't tell me that I was going to have to do this. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, if you want, the floor is yours. And uh, yeah, let people know what you think. And uh, we'll wrap it up here.
1: Okay. well, I think, you know, given what's happened the last two weeks, we we always said, we're we're gonna go rv before we can't rv and so we've always said go out and just do it but now after what happened to rich this is why we rv and why because you you never know you could be dead in in an instant you could be you know paralyzed an instant whatever it is it's just i don't care if it's rving whatever it is in your life just stop making excuses don't let the fear stop you just do it because you only have one life and tomorrow's not guaranteed so just do do like Nike says go do it.
0: Just go yeah, do it. I mean, you you have you have the perfect excuse now.
1: Yeah, like not, not, not that you
0: and I needed the excuse like we yeah. did it. Um but you have the you have the drive to tell people that it's okay to go do it because guess what? We might yep. not be able to do it.
1: Yeah, and so. you might you might not be here. You, you never know. And and we I think as humans we always put it off. It's like we'll get to it. It'll be fine. We'll get to it but you may never get to it and why why not have the adventure or whatever it is in your life that you want to do now why, why wait i it's 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 a backwards life to begin with that you have to work your ass off all your life to get maybe 10 or 15 years of retirement and if you're lucky i mean i've i've heard of people that retire and then 2 years later they they're dead i mean yep. we're we're already in this backwards life you should you know back it up a little bit and start sooner so that's my message yeah.
0: that's perfect that's perfect to end it we're we're here at an hour i asked for an hour and uh i like to hold you to i like to hold myself to that for sure um i appreciate you being here victoria it's been a great chat i i don't i don't like the fact that what happened to rich happened um but man what a exclamation point on your story and uh, a beginning for the rest of it that you were able to do what you want and uh this happened kind of even It made it more important and now you can continue on so i appreciate you being here
1: um this was great thank you
0: for sure for sure we'll we'll hook up offline too maybe we can meet up somewhere and do some stuff but uh i want to thank you for being here i'm gonna drop you off if you hang out for a minute i'm gonna close things up and we'll chat in uh in a few minutes sounds good all right thanks for being here victoria thank you bye All right. I want to thank Victoria for coming on and sharing uh, some stuff about her journey. They definitely are on the same, but uh, the same, but different. It's the same, but different, man. Their paths are um, they're going the, the RV, the RV park, campground route. We're kind of more boondocking, but we have the same spirit at heart. Uh, it was a great conversation. I enjoy talking to her. I enjoy talking to other full timers. Uh, be sure to check out all their stuff at GF explorers on YouTube, and I will go back and edit all the video notes. So if you're watching this live, check them out in a few days. Otherwise, if you're listening to this or watching a replay, it should be done already. So check all those links out in the video notes. Um, and yeah, one last thanks. This has been another episode of lots to talk about. Thank you guys for listening and we will catch you next time.